Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got the Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, Arise, Shine, and Excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Those two key scriptures, Jeremiah 17, 12 and 1 Timothy 3, 15, we're going to be focusing on these two. So, Jeremiah 17, 12, a glorious item from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. And the second one, 1 Timothy 3, 15, it says, If I am delayed, I rise so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. From these two scriptures, from these two scriptures, we understand that our sanctuary or his sanctuary, God's sanctuary, the place of worship, otherwise called the house of God, the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth, is also a glorious high throne. Let me say that again. From these two scriptures, if you put these two scriptures together, we understand that our sanctuary or his sanctuary, his house, God's house, the place of our worship, which is otherwise called the house of God, the household of God, the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth is also a glorious high throne. Amen. Now, this makes a lot of sense. This is very, very logical. Since our God is the king of all the earth, since our God is the king of all the earth, the church of God, being the house of God, is the house of the king. Amen. Since our God is the king of all the earth. Many, many, no, scriptures say this, but Psalm 47, verses 7 to 8 say, For God is the king of all the earth. For God is the king of all the earth. God is the king of all the earth. Your God is the king of all the earth. And if your God is the king of all the earth, his house, which is the church of God, is what? Palace. That's his palace. That's his palace. That's his throne. So the church of God, otherwise called the palace of God, the palace of the king, is the church of the living God. So since the king's palace is where the king's throne is, God's throne is his church. God's throne is his church. He lives amongst his people. God lives amongst his people. Now that's the first thing that God told um, Moses uh, when he brought the children of Israel 
out of Egypt when they got to Mount Sinai and God asked Moses to come up to the mountain. God said, do what? Collect, bring me, take an offering from the people and use the offering for what? To build a tabernacle, to build a church, you can say. Of course, you know, that time it was brick and mortar, bricks and mortar. But really, to build a tabernacle means to build, um, you know, a place, a space. To build a people for God. To build a people for God. So God actually brought them to that place to build them up for himself. So that he may dwell amongst them. Amen. Listen to this. And since our place of worship is the palace of our God, the king, the place of his throne, then it's not a common, regular, or ordinary place. This is what we are focusing on. Listen to this very well. Since our place of worship is the palace of our God, the place of his throne, then it's not a common, regular, or ordinary place. So even here, as we are gathered, just like, think about it, just like you go to school and you are seated in the class, do you behave, do you conduct yourself as if you are in your house? No, we don't behave as if we are at home. Because why? That classroom is what? A special place. Amen. The house of God. Again, it's not about the place, remember? The people that are gathered together in that place that make the place special. So because we are gathered here, it makes this place special. It makes our gathering special. So we don't behave anyhow. Because of what? Because the king is there. Hmm? Because the throne is there. Because the judge is there. You don't go to the courtroom and behave anyhow. Hmm? You don't make noise in the courtroom. Somebody the other day said, the courtroom is quiet. That's very striking. You don't have people talking to each other like this. Or on the phone. You can't use your phone in the courtroom. But the people of God use their phone and even make a call. And we are busy on our phone. And when we are in church, it ought not to be. Amen. Amen. When you are in the courtroom, when you are in the classroom, what do you do? You pay attention to the teacher. You pay attention to the judge that is talking. If you can't pay attention, then you keep quiet. You are not allowed to wear your hat hmm? in the courtroom. Amen. It's a sign of respect. Again, we are saying that the house of God is the palace of God because God dwells there and is the throne of God. The church of the living God is the throne of God on earth. So it's a special place. It's a place of honor and respect. Listen to what Jacob said when he came to a place like this, to such a place as this. In Genesis chapter 28, 16 to 17, Genesis 28, 16 to 17. Jacob was running away from home. He was running you know, toward you know, Pandanaram. He was running towards his uncle's house. And uh, he was tired. He was tired. So he got to this place. And he just, uh, no, he just lay down there and just slept anyhow. Probably before he slept, he, he walked a, a distance, maybe a little bit away from that place. He eased himself and said, oh yeah, I can sleep here, you know. And he just slept there. And right in the middle of the night, he had a dream. And he saw God right there. And he saw a ladder reaching from the earth to the heavens. And he saw angels ascending and descending, ascending and descending. And God spoke 
and God spoke to him and he heard the voice of God. Then he woke up and said, wow, look at what he said. Genesis 28, 16 to 17. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. Amen. What is Jacob saying here? Jacob is saying, this place where I just laid myself down and slept is not a common, regular, or ordinary place. Amen. This is not a common, regular, no, or ordinary place. This is an awesome place. This is a place of, of power, a place of glory. I ought to behave myself. Amen. If I knew, I would have behaved differently. If I knew, I would have done differently. If I knew, I would have conducted myself, you know, I would have composed myself in a different way. From that time on, you can imagine what Jacob will begin to do. He will begin to walk really very softly. Amen. Knowing that what? God is watching. Amen. Knowing that God is around. Before, he didn't know. Now, he could see that God was looking at him. He could see that God was, you no know, seeing everything that was going on. So, he would begin to walk humbly. Next time, he will feel pressed to do the number one or number two. You can imagine where he will go. He will go far away from that place. Amen. Because this place, where God is, the gate of heaven, the house of God, he is so special. He will not treat that place anyhow. Amen. This sounds very much like what Apostle Paul wrote to the young Timothy. To young Timothy, his spiritual son. What are we looking at? What are we talking about? The church as the throne of God on earth. Our father, the king, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Let me say that again. Our father, the king, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Our father, the king, loves to gather his children together around his throne. He wants you to come boldly but humbly. Amen. God wants you to come boldly, but humbly. Come confidently, but in faith. Come as you are, but be prepared for a change. Amen. Come as you are, but be prepared for a change. There is no way again you will go to a really very powerful place, like the house of God. No? Like the White House. You have never been there. It's not a common place to you. Your first time there. You will forever remember, especially if you actually, if you are brought right inside. Amen. We're not talking about just being on the lawn, <laughs> in the yard. Amen. We don't want to be in the yard of the house of God. Do you want to be in the yard of the house of God? If you are brought in the yard of the house of God, you will want to go in. Amen. Because you'll be like, okay, what is inside? What is inside? That place is so beautiful. Look at the grass here. The grass is so beautiful. Wow. Look at the fence. Wow, this is so nice. That something on the inside must be more beautiful than what I'm seeing here. Amen. So the psalmist will say, send forth your light. Send forth your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill. But I don't want to just dwell in your holy hill. I want to go where? I want to go to your tabernacle. Bring me to your tabernacle. Send forth your light. Send forth your truth. Send forth your spirit. Send forth your word. It is the word of God. It is the spirit of God that bring us 
to the hill of God that bring us to the tabernacle of God, to the house of God. It is the word of God that brings us to the presence of God. The word and the spirit of God brings us to the presence of God. So the psalmist says, I don't want to just dwell in your holy hill. Bring me to your tabernacle. I believe that's Psalm 43. Bring me to your tabernacle. And I don't want to just hang around in the tabernacle and just be in this big space. I want to go to where? I want to go to your altar. I want to go to the altar of God. I want to go to God. Because God is at the altar. God is at the throne. The throne of God is the altar of God. I want to go to God. My exceeding joy. Amen. You see that? Oh, send out your light and your truth. It is the word of God and the spirit of God. Amen. The word of God that you have on the inside of you, the spirit of God that is in the inside of you, both help you to pray, help you to come in the presence of God, help you to experience God, basically. Amen. And the psalmist says, send forth your life, send forth your truth, send forth your spirit, send forth your, your word. Let them lead me. The word of God, the spirit of God will lead you. May the word of God, the spirit of God lead you and bring you to the holy hill of God. But don't just stay in the holy hill of God. Amen. Don't stay in the courtyard. And he says, bring me to your tabernacle. Then I will go. I will go to the altar of God. I will go to the throne of God. Amen. I will go to God. My exceeding joy. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.